I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Puma Podcast. Hey everybody, you're listening to The Global Bounce, brought to you by Puma Podcast. I'm this show's audio editor, Mark Casillian. We're currently at halftime for the season, just in time for the FIBA World Cup. And the show has been stacked with some of basketball's all-time greats, talking about our love for the game. This is the lineup you want to keep you company this season. If you're joining in the FIBA fever, you probably have your tickets by now. Or maybe you'll be sitting at home following the games on TV or online. Our host, Rafe Bartholomew, with veteran sports broadcaster Sev Sarmenta, went beyond the games themselves and talked about the many ways we consume basketball. After all, what's a game without an audience? Nowadays, a devoted basketball fan in Manila, say a girl or boy who wants to follow the NBA, college and pro hoops in the Philippines, and the ups and downs of the national team, is basically drowning in live basketball games and content about the sport on TV and social media. To actually follow everything of interest, you would need to watch the NBA, which broadcasts live on Philippine television several mornings per week during the season, PBA doubleheaders three or four times per week on TV or streaming, two separate collegiate leagues featuring the country's top teams and players, FIBA qualifying matches and pocket tournaments for the national team that bubble up every few months, and a smattering of weekly games in the Japan B-League, Korean Basketball League, and Taiwan's T1 League to keep track of the young Pinoys starring in overseas leagues. And that's to say nothing of other sports you might watch, Netflix, online gaming, live streams on Twitch or its Philippine-based sister, Kumu, And hey, maybe some folks out there still like to eat or sleep or step outside and touch grass, as they say. Technology and the internet age have made the slate of options for basketball fans essentially infinite. That goes for fans of anything, but we're talking basketball here. In terms of access, it's a golden age. But how does Sev see it affecting the way people consume and interact with the sport? The big difference between watching then and watching now is the highlight reel. Nowadays, people will just watch the highlight reel and say that they watch the entire game. In the olden days, 60s and 70s, you watch the whole game from first quarter until end. Nowadays, you can just say, oh, I'll just go to the NBA highlights and um, watch it there. Nowadays, even the PBA has a highlight reel uh, of all the dunks and the slams and our voices are going crazy there all the time. I think the watching then was a little more concentrated and the airtime, there were no replays of full games. You had to watch the game live. Our barcada, or group of friends in Santa Cruz, Manila, we would uh, get a case of San Miguel beer and watch the Chris Patoyota game uh, together uh, and endlessly tell stories about it with another case of beer thereafter. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of communal watching. There's a lot of that still nowadays. Mm-hmm. But I think the watching is more private, more personal. Mm-hmm. 
like right now, if you wanted to watch the highlights of, a, of an NBA game, you could easily do that. But now I think, to be fair, the younger people are more conversant about the NBA. They can mention all the 30 teams. They can mention who has been traded just because of the internet. Sev has some interesting insight about the way dogs took the spotlight in basketball coverage. Before, when Filipinos were shorter and uh, couldn't really dunk, it was a magical moment when a tall player like Ramon Fernandez or Abed Kidabin or Philip Cesar would dunk. Nowadays, even the smallest guard can dunk. And now the replays are three, four, five, and we're all going bananas over a single dunk shot. Um, and our appreciation is reduced to that single uh, dunk shot we're in before you could have a little more time to understand why did the dunk happen? Was there a lapse in defense? Was there a great outlet pass? I think there's an overemphasis on the dunk. It's nobody's fault. The producers love it and they replay endlessly. And the advantage, to be fair, is that there are more cameras and there are more slow mos nowadays. Right, right. Technology, right. It forces change no matter what sometimes. So, are you going to be counting dunks when you watch the FIBA games? Hear more from Sev Sarmenta in episode 3. Forget YouTube. Did you watch ball on VHS, in a theater, listening on the radio? You can also catch our interviews with guests like Lee Ellis, Raiko Toroman, Jack McCallum, and more on The Global Bounce. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with more full episodes soon.